this would be good actually. We'll drop this as like a preview clip. Yeah, scandal. Um, but I don't know. We'll do like a. If it could be used against me, like to we'll as, a, as an as an own. You know, it could be used to like. I don't. Your yeah, your scandal. Enemies. Your enemies, the yeah. AKA the trolls. When, when when all the Spurs fans start like trolling us, <laughs> like yeah. spuds, spuds yeah, players, young you. Yeah, as, as a young child, you briefly like the different team. Yeah. Ah. Well, I didn't know. No, of course not. How was I supposed to Kids know? are idiots. It was, you know... Kids are idiots, yeah. and football fans are even bigger idiots. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. That's another thing that I think we're going to, we're going to like, keep, end up keep coming back to, is that, like, I mean, football I, fans have the worst yeah. opinions about yeah. football. <laughs> like, it's it's really weird. Like, everyone, like, it's, you see it every time, every time there's, like, an international tournament, like, especially, like, England fans are the absolute yeah. worst. Like, like football, football Twitter... Like I try on my rounds and I'm on my Twitter. I just type in anything. Like yeah, football Twitter is just like it's insane. The do base, you follow most basic normie dummy people? Do you follow um, football fan bios? Uh, no. I highly recommend it. it. Is it? It is. It's that's a top. That's a top shelf account. It is. They they just retweet genuine. The absolute worst of Twitter. Yeah, they they yeah they just retweet like genuine right, like football um, fan, and it's always like. I'm following it now. It's always like staunch Tory, pro Brexit, Everton for life. If you don't speak English, get out. Been in jail twice. It's always like stuff like that. Like, how does that? That's the thing. I always wonder. Like, how do you know that's not a joke account? It's I. I don't know, I don't man. Know. There's so many of them. Like, it's like, in a, like you said. Like, you know, the second you delve into quote unquote football Twitter, are we starting? I think this this feels like we've started. This, this it, is, I, it is recording. Yeah, but like, where were we? We'll just this, off? we'll just say this is so. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the uh, maiden voyage inaugural episode of Junior Funners. Oh yeah. The uh, oh yeah, it's <laughs> my hype man. I'm uh, Ollie Munster. Um, you may have heard of me uh, from your friends telling me that I'm funny. Uh, that's pretty much it. And uh, with me is my my hype man, co-host, uh, engineer, producer, um, guy that does all the work, Lawrence Yates. Hi. AKA Hi. Lawrence Yates. What what is poppin? What's poppin? <laughs> That's what I say to everybody now. That's his, yeah, this What's a new, new catchphrase. What's poppin? What's poppin? Mm. Sorry, I was taking a refreshing sip of Heineken there. We're um, not sponsored by them, but if we were. Did, yeah, no, yeah, it could be. The best uh, beer in the world. Uh, or, no way, it's I mean, the other one, isn't it? Um, I've only tried shit. like two beers ever. Budweiser, mm. Heineken. Oh yeah, and Red Stripe. You striping, yeah, bro? You striping? I'm such a connoisseur of beer. I mean, yeah, but a, I don't drink it. Sommelier. I don't, yeah, I'm kind of forcing Lawrence to uh, yeah, to, just to, to have I'm, a drink. Just I'm to, very sh- I'm very shaky because this is like I've never I've never done a po- well, I have done a podcast, but yeah, I never like, recorded you, my own podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is so there's more. All, this is all yeah. my all my stuff, and I'm very sort of ooh, don't ooh, you know? Yeah, don't because I'm just touching. I'm just in here swinging my dick around over everything, and yeah, it, yeah it, it's like you knocked the table over twice. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Just anyway. rubbing my balls on all the Lawrence's stuff. Oh man, um, whether he's looking or not, to be honest. But yeah, this so this is Junior Funners. Um, it, it's a, a name I thought of when I was drunk. Um, it's the name for anyone not familiar with um, Arsenal fan club lore. 
it's uh, it's the name of the uh, the children's fan club uh, for for Arsenal uh, Junior Gunners. Um, and uh, I was I was were you ever in the Junior Gunners? I I was no, as a no, kid. No. I you get like a yeah you get like a pretty sick like membership pack. I had loads of uh, cool stuff with <laughs> with Gunnosaurus on it. Um, and uh, you know, beloved mascot of uh, of Arsenal, and uh, yeah, you get like a you, you get a, a birthday card, quote unquote, from your favorite player uh, every year. So uh, yeah, I'd get you know birthday cards from David Seaman, and then later on, uh, later on, I think who would it be later on? Probably uh, uh, Nicholas Anelka, and then Thierry Henry, possibly. Um, and uh yeah so that that's this i i did a cursory google search uh, of junior funders no one else had picked the name um although there are i'm reliably informed there are lots of other arsenal uh based podcasts out there um but i don't really i you know i don't really pay attention to the competition um all that no. much uh, lawrence lawrence knows I more about that than i briefly gave a, a brief listen to some and they weren't that great, I will say. Didn't Alan Davis used to do one? Yeah, the, that one was actually... I used to quite enjoy that one. I really like that one. I don't know. It's... Yeah. That was becoming a bit kind of negative and kind of depressing after a while because it was kind of in the the darker days, maybe, of like 2013, so the 2014 yeah, the real, era. the real start of the it, Wenger Out era. Yeah. Um... I actually, you know, you know, Facebook. Stop touching your mic. Sorry, it's, I, it's, I, I, it's, know, I know, I know, I know. I, I used to do this back in, yeah. Yeah, um, but it, yeah, I remember. Um, well, you, you, a couple of days ago, you know, Facebook does that thing where it's like Facebook memories, and it's like you know, three years ago you posted this, um, and I guess it was from maybe last year or the year before. Um, I think it might have been the year before, and um, it was. I I posted something on Facebook saying like I'll I'll just say this I'll be happy for Wenger to continue managing well into his nineties when he's got dementia and he's wearing nappies if it means that it hurts Piers Morgan because um, you know anything anything that hurts that guy um, yeah. yeah I yeah I mean so we're kind of like oh god why Piers Morgan who else who else we that's what I always thought like maybe we should have like an Arsenal fan of the week and uh, I do have one for this week. Oh, okay. And, uh, Arsenal fan feature idea. Okay, and it will probably, you know, it will probably, probably will be the same person for uh, every week <laughs> until until the uh, until the film comes out. You know. Okay. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> well, this is, I don't know if I'll give it away now. Oh, 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 this is a tease for later on in the episode. Then this is maybe, maybe. Okay. See how far we oh, get. Okay. But yeah, we- some, it's an idea. Okay. Sort of a joke, but also not a joke, but kind of is a joke. I think that no, that's a good idea for like an intermittent thing. Whenever you know, it doesn't necessarily. I mean, we'll we'll call it the Arsenal fan of the week. Um, yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be every single no, week. No, because, no. But yeah, whenever we, whenever someone you know we're aware of or comes up in the news uh, that uh, seems particularly worthy of the honour. I mean, I, I can think of a, a couple of um, you know, yeah, a couple of people that are. Uh, Again, won't name any names, but yeah, a couple of people that are, uh, are uh, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty well known. We also happen to be Arsenal fans, and means that we're tangentially connected to them, I suppose. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so as as we record this, um, it is 
I mean, I, I don't want to give you too much of a peek behind the curtain here, but we're about 45 minutes away from kickoff um, the Arsenal-Watford match. So this sort of leads us into our our first segment, if you want to call it that. Um, Arsenal news. And this is where the jingle will go. And it's a good edit point because I'm going to just go dash outside and get another beer. So yeah, Arsenal news. Um, so yeah, we. This is uh, again. You know, by the time you listen to this, the the match will be all done and dusted. But um, we, yeah, we we come to you on a Monday night, uh, just pre-match between uh, Watford and, and Arsenal. Team news has just been announced. Um, we will just uh, do a quick, quick sort of rundown of uh, of what we think of uh, the uh, the lineup that uh, Mister Unai Emery has has chosen. So in goal, we got uh, Burn Leno. Mm-hmm. Um, Lawrence, what do you think of of, of no, uh, think, young young Burn Leno? I think he's pretty good so far. I, mean, I don't know, maybe um, I could be wrong, but um, from what I've seen, he seems pretty consistent. Like Peter Cech was just getting too old, mm. you know. It's just felt sorry for him after a while. Yeah, I mean, it it was a it at the time it. It was a it was a big deal that he was coming to Arsenal. It did mm. kind of send a, a yeah. the fact you know the fact that he was leaving Chelsea uh, mm. to come to Arsenal. Um, you know, yeah, you, <laughs> he maybe deserved better. You know, I yeah. think we could have won a couple more trophies for mm. him in the, those those last he couple of years F- of his career. He did get a couple of FA Cups. FA didn't Cup, he? you know. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, Leno. He's young, isn't he? Like he's was he like? I his, think he's around twenty six. So. Yeah, for a goalkeeper, he's yeah, like kind of pretty young 10 years or so yeah he stays at Arsenal for 10 years but and we need a we need a a new uh you know we need to sign a new goalkeeper I heard months ago that potentially like Nick Pope from um from Burnley Mm. I don't know about that but that that was one rumor I heard but yeah um, I Arsenal do seem to get linked with um yeah Goalkeeper, like it, I don't know that that is something that comes up every season. Like they'll they'll be linked to this or that goalkeeper. I remember like for years, like season after season, they'd be linked with Shea Given. Um, mm. Oh yeah, and then he ended up and he he ended up going to Man City. Yeah, didn't Man he? City. Yeah, and it was just sort of like oh, god damn it. Because I remember like every time while he was playing for Newcastle, pretty much every time Arsenal would play them, he seemed mm. to have like the game of his life against Arsenal specifically. Like he mm. always played really, really well against Arsenal. It seems to be the case with most goalkeepers, really. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, isn't that weird? Isn't that yeah. weird that all goalkeepers seem really good when they're playing against Arsenal? <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that was, that was Man City's transfer policy, basically, was let's look at the papers. Who's being rumoured to go to Arsenal? We'll sign them. Yeah, or even you know the, they did. There was one transfer window where it was literally who's good at Arsenal. Yeah, and they just, Sanya, Nazari. Yeah, cliche. Uh, um, cliche. Yeah, Tor- they took Torre. Torre. Yeah, Adebayor. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I didn't. Uh, what a prick. Yeah, if you're listening, Emmanuel Adebayor, you are not welcome on the Junior Funners podcast. We do not want to talk to you. Um. Unless I don't know, his publicist is listening, and he he is interested in coming on. Basically, if we can start beef with Emmanuel Adebayor, that would be really good for us, like from a publicity what he, standpoint. What does he do now? Is he? Uh, I think. Oh, he plays he in Turkey. Sits at home and uh, counts his money. Maybe. Probably. Um, Last time I heard him, think he's in Turkey. That's where a lot of them end up, and like a lot of a lot of those sort of um, 
the footballers that sort of just care about the money yeah. do end up just going to t- like I remember uh, Anelka is I think he's been out there a couple of times, doesn't he? Like because he yeah he, he yeah he just never stayed anywhere more than a season or so, did mm. he? Um, but anyway, yeah, he but had that one season, then he went to Madrid for a bit. Yeah, and then he sort of became was he a bit of a journeyman, really, didn't he? Yeah, like I said, West Brom and yeah, who else? Um, Juventus for a bit. Yeah, he's played in. I feel like he's played in a few clubs in the Premiership, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I remember him being at West because he got in trouble at West Brom yeah, for doing some, the some, some gesture salute, or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Burn Leno. Um, he's got a few mistakes in him but I think he's yeah. got like I said for a goalkeeper he's he's pretty young um, does remind me a little bit of Jens Lehmann in the way that he just just doesn't seem to like he'll just run out of the mm. of his box like he just you know he just truly doesn't he's fearless in that he'll just take anyone on for better or worse um, but yeah he's he's a bit flappy sometimes when he punches the ball it's not completely convincing but yeah you can work on that he's, he's better than Chesney Chesney yeah, is always uh, that's how that's a mystery to me how he's at Juventus yeah that's <laughs> I like, again though when he was at Arsenal he was pretty young maybe he's gotten better I don't know I think it was yeah I think being in a I mean you follow Italian football more than I do yeah, I'm assuming I, it's probably because it's a bit slower maybe you can anticipate what's going to happen I guess yeah to a degree and plus yeah. he's got Chiellini and Bonucci in front of him so that's probably doesn't true. seem, and Juventus are like you know running away with the league again. Mm. So you know yeah. he doesn't need, really see the ball that much. But, you know. I think yeah, I, I, he, yeah, that's one thing you can say. He, while he was at Arsenal, he probably never had that quality of uh, of defender in front of him. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, maybe he might have had like one or two, but uh, yeah, he didn't have that solid a uh, sort of foundation in front of him. Mm. Um, so yeah, we got we got Leno in goal. Uh, no surprises there. And then we got we got a back four, um, which I don't know. Emery seems to sort of go back and forth. Yeah, he on does the, that when he plays away. Uh, so this is away, isn't it? Yeah, is, yeah. yeah. So we're, yeah. So uh, when he plays away, he usually goes for like four, four, two, three, one, and at home you play three, three, five, two. I think three, four, one, two, whatever it is. It, yeah, it's sort of change. It's kind of three, liquid, four, three. isn't it? Depending yeah. on uh, yeah, they can all turn it between either inside forward or. Number ten roll. Yeah. Like that. yeah. So we got across the back. We got uh, Lauren Koscielny, who's captain, obviously. Nacho Monreal, Squadron Mustafi, and we got Mavropanos, Continos, mm. Constantinos Mavropanos. So that I, I would assume I, I would probably think he was playing Mustafi at right back. And That's what Mavropanos I think. Mavropanos yeah. partnering with Koscielny. Yeah, Monreal's because Monreal's usually on the, yeah. on the left. Because um, he nobody trusts him as a centre back pairing, so he's just like no. right back, like mm. they used to do in the nineties. Just like mm. which is the least talented player, stick him in right back. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, because yeah, which Neville was right. That was Phil yeah. Neville, wasn't it? So it's yeah, kind of yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, and then uh, midfield we got uh, so we got Henrik Mkhitaryan. Not had a brilliant season. Um, I feel kind of silly because I made a post on Facebook when we signed him saying he'll he'll be really good. I mean, like, he, he's he been was sort of, to start off yeah, with, but and he, he sort of dipped a bit. I think it's because he was the I reason. He's Thirty that, now. He's so. yeah. I mean, but also he's the reason that we got yeah. Aubameyang, isn't it? Yeah, they're they're friends. Like he's yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, he's, this season he's never really got. I don't know. I've struggled with injuries or whatever. And like you say, mention his age. He just never seems to have gotten going this season. But I don't know. 
There, I mean, but there's a lot of competition for mm. in places in that midfield at the moment. And we've got Aaron Ramsey. I think we will come on to Aaron we're Ramsey later because that's a that's a <laughs> we're not that's a big conversation we've got to have later on. Um, Lucas Torreira, good to have him back. Yeah, um, mm. probably the best best signing yeah. by Emery so yeah, far. Yeah, would yeah. you say? Probably after yeah, him and uh, I like Guendouzi a bit. He's all right. I like Guendouzi. Yeah, Guendouzi is a little bit. But he's he's still a little bit young. raw. He's still, still young, young. But I, yeah, I think Torreira is like the real deal. Mm. And he seems to have made... Uh, a, he seems, we, we've been since, what, Gilberto uh, Silva? We've been longing for like a proper sort of... Pretty much, yeah. Hard man in midfield. Even Vieira. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, I, you know, for a while we thought Abu Dhabi was going to be it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then he'd get injured for decades at a time. But um, he did knock out John Terry. So mm, uh, mm. there's always that. Like hero, that, not that, all heroes wear capes. That picture where uh, he knocked out John Terry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Torreira, uh, as I was about to say, seems to have uh, forced Xhaka uh, to up his game. He's in there as well. He seems to have kind of come into his own under Emery in a way that yeah. he didn't really under, under Wenger. Mm-hmm. And then uh, rounding out the midfield, we got Alex Iwobi. Um Again, seems to have thrived yeah. under Emery. Yeah, he's, he's improved a lot. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah, had a pretty consistently good season shame he hasn't got more goals to show for it but again yeah. he's still fairly young um i mean that's i feel like that's a thing that was said about a lot of sort of wenger era players mm-hmm. is yeah they're still young you know they could and a lot of them just never did and the ones that did we, we ended up having to sell because mm-hmm. they were too good for the club man city money and all that yeah or the, yeah or real madrid money or barcelona money or oh uh, that yeah I, I could go on a rant about oh, <laughs> fabregas barcelona fiasco uh that that's why I hate Barcelona. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, we'll have to come on to that because that is that's a unavoidable. That, that whole deal is just the worst. Um, <laughs> and then up top on his own, uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, uh, the uh, the Black Panther himself. Um, yeah, I mean, pfft. but I hope he gets because. Well, watching him against Napoli, he should have got like at least a hat trick. That was yeah. That was I've again. I don't re- I don't really follow. Uh, Italian football, but it, you know, it was. It, I just remember that, like, you know, in the fairly recent past, there's been like a huge like match fixing scandal within mm. Italian football, and I was wondering if this was maybe part of that because I couldn't believe mm. how poor yeah. Napoli were for they big were, stretches of that match. Was, makes you think. I'm gonna burp. <laughs> That's right. I don't know, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm slurping yeah. right into the mic out of my beer. It's fine. That's right. Also, we should uh, we should mention there's probably a lot of uh, ambient noise. It'll sound like we're recording outside because we are. Um, we're recording in. Uh, it's too nice to call it a shed. Uh, it's a shepherd hut. It's a shepherd hut. Okay. I, I'm just, uh, you know, in case you're not middle class enough to know what that is. Um, <laughs> Because you know, full disclosure, we are recording this Arsenal uh, fan podcast in Bournemouth, um, where we live. Um, yeah, Shepherd Hut is like a very nice shed with electricity and lights and that. But you know, it's on wheels and everything. It is. Yeah, we yeah we can take it on the road. Um, but it is, you know, it is basically a shed, and uh, we are near a fairly busy road and a bus stop. Yeah. So you got we got birds outside. So. Yeah. So I mean, you know, maybe that means this podcast is more soothing. I don't know. You have to, you have to let us yeah. know. Um, uh, you know, whether you want us to keep recording out in the out in the hut, or um, whether it's distracting. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It might it might it just might have a sort of a meditative quality to it. I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah. So Aubameyang, um 
it'd be nice to see him get the golden boot this season, especially now Harry yeah. Kane is <laughs> is uh, a goner. Uh, um, yeah, hopefully, but we'll yeah, see. fingers crossed. I think he, you know, he he deserves it. Um, and then on the bench, we got we got Petr Cech, um, retiring at the end of this season. We kind of talked about him already. I mean, but it is. I, I do encourage you. Look, just look up the stats on on Petr Cech in terms of like the the trophies that he's won, the number of clean sheets that he's got. It, I mean, it, it's it's insane. Like, it is it's you forget like firstly just how long he's been playing in the Premiership, but also like everything he's achieved in the time he's been doing it. It is kind of uh, unparalleled. Um, Side Kalasinac um, or Kalasinac. Uh, I don't know, depending on which commentator you're listening to. Um, him being on the bench does slightly bugger up my fantasy football. Yeah. Um, not going to lie, so I'm a little bit. I, I've not put any Arsenal players in my fantasy team because I think, like, well, might curse them. So that is, I I did that for a while, but Kalasnak does he gets a fair few assists. Yeah. Um, so I know Arsenal don't keep many clean sheets, but I'm kind of the, that's the kind of thinking there is that uh, he gets uh, yeah quite a lot of assists. Having said that, you are you are <laughs> I mean you are uh, quite a a couple of hundred points ahead of me, so yeah. maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, and then we got uh, Mohamed Elneny, um kind of a leftover from the Wenger. Yeah, I, it was just like you know, bench. <laughs> he's, yeah, like I, he's got a lot of uh, you know, he can run around, but it's just like he can't really do anything. Else. Got a lot of heart. Yeah, he's a good kid, but um, yeah, Mesut Özil. Um, fair to say, a divisive figure. Mm-hmm. We'll again, we'll probably get on to our thoughts about about him later on um but uh yeah once again starting on the bench um read into that what you will could be that he's saving him for the the napoli match later in the week uh or it could just be that the much more likely Occam's razor unai Emery just doesn't like him because he doesn't run around <laughs> yeah um yeah like i said we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about that later um and then ainsley maitland niles uh mateo Guendouzi, and and then Lacazette uh, running out the the bench there. Yeah. So options on the bench for sure. That seems to be Emery's style. Like he likes to be able to completely change the system hmm. with just one or two subs if things aren't going well. Um, but yeah, Lawrence, what are you what are you making of that lineup? Um, seems like he's just going for uh, probably for a more counter attack kind of. I just sit just sit deep because it's Watford and all that. You know they got Dale Lefeu's. Bit on form at the moment, so they want to yeah. try and try and keep it compact and deep and try and hit them on the break. I would say so. I mean, the the fact that they've got um, Aubameyang up top on his own um, certainly would, and the fact that they've got Torreira, Xhaka, and Ramsey uh, yeah. all in midfield together. Normally, it's you get maybe two of them or one of them. Um, yeah. But yeah, the fact that he's starting all three of them does seem like yeah they're going to be pretty content to sit fairly deep with the back four and then uh, try and hit it up to Aubameyang. My prediction is that that will not work initially and he will be forced to bring on yeah, Lacazette after... Probably 1-0 down at half-time. Yeah. Yeah, maybe 55 minutes to an hour into the match he is going to bring on Lacazette yeah. uh, and who knows, but then it might be too late. I mean, yeah, Watford Watford have lined... I mean, just a quick rundown of the Watford lineup. They've got Ben Foster in goal. Uh, Daryl Yanma, Adam Messina, Craig Cathcart, and Christian Cabaselli across the back. So they've gone for a back four as well. Uh, and then in midfield, they got uh, Abdullah Decore, Will Hughes, Kiko Firmenia, and Etienne Capu. 
And then up top, they've uh, got the, the duo of Troy Deeney and Andre Gray. Um, yeah, I think, hmm. yeah. They, so they're probably going to go, it seems to me, crosses into box. Yeah, yeah, set pieces, I think. Set I pieces, mean, corners and all that. Yeah. Bully the, try and bully the Arsenal defence. Yeah. seems to be Every team seems to be able to bully the Arsenal defence. Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mm. Troy, Troy, Troy Deeney's probably going to get about probably kick lumps out of a few people yeah I can imagine him get, he'll probably get a yellow card from a corner mm. or something um, for hauling down Monreal or one of the yeah. one of the smaller defenders um, but yeah that's that's how we're lining up against Watford again useless information to anyone listening to this uh, because it would have already happened um, but yeah let us know if my prediction came true and you know Lacazette came on after about an hour uh, and if Lawrence's prediction came through that we were 1-0 down at half-time, um, are you going to be... I, do, you want, do you want to be brave? And- the only positive... I, sorry, popped a bit there. Uh, the only positive, I think, would the Everton game where they lost 2-0, hopefully that's kind of just made them think that yeah, this isn't going to be easy and uh, we have to, like, you know, actually try yeah. to score. Because, <laughs> yeah, this is kind of the, the stage in the season where traditionally... Uh, they do rally and end really, really strongly. Yeah, we've got Leicester, um, Wolves. I mean, it's not these aren't easy teams to pick up points against, on so. on paper. Yeah, our run in compared to the other teams competing for the top four uh, would you would think be a lot easier. However, Arsenal's away form. Hmm. Um, I I remember. I, I think I think it was during the Everton match the other day. There was a, a comment on like the, I was following it on the the BBC Sport app. Um, again, plug plug plug. The BBC Sport uh, app. People want to get in touch. Um, <laughs> BBC Sport, big advertisers in the podcast community. Um, but yeah, the, someone I don't know tweeted in or emailed in or something and said that Arsenal could uh, <laughs> they could just play 19 home matches uh, during a season and no away fixtures. And they probably still wouldn't even get relegated, um, which is interesting to think about because it is like their home form versus their away form. There is, it, like, it, it's it's unignorable, like, the different, yeah. like, it is such a stark contrast in terms of how, I mean, they've not lost a match at home this season since Man City on the opening day. Mm. Um Versus, you know, on the road, I think they've barely kept a clean sheet away from home all season. And you think back to whenever it was, December, January, when they played Liverpool at Anfield and just got absolutely demolished. Um, it, yeah, it, it's it's pretty grim if you're an Arsenal fan any time they play away from home because it kind of doesn't matter who they play. Like you said, you know, it could be like in theory, it could be teams that they should be easily like Leicester and Wolves, but it's yeah. just like... If, we, if I look, I'm looking at stats right now. It, going on away form, Arsenal are tenth between Wolves and Everton. And who? Who? What? What are the top four of that? So it's Liverpool, Man City, Tottenham, Man United, right, Chelsea, yes, Leicester, so. Palace, Watford. <laughs> so basically, yeah, like the the top top five of all of those yeah. are the the yeah the teams that Arsenal are apparently competing. So the rest of the top six, basically, yeah. It, it's yeah, yeah, not uh, not particularly encouraging, but. Mm. Yeah, we'll we'll see later on, I guess, as to uh, whether Emery is once again underestimated uh, a, a, a team away from the Emirates or not. But mm. I don't know. Uh, I I trust him overall. I think you know for a first season, I think he's done he's doing, doing pretty good. Doing I think he's done good. a lot better than people expected, to be honest. Um, 
yeah, I, <laughs> given that when he took over, people were sort of like, you know, yeah, it's a rebuilding season. This this is this is kind of unprecedented. Um, I suppose the the only precedent that sort of comes near to it is the whole situation at Man United. Um, yeah, but it is a little different because. I, it, you know, it, it's Arsenal and it was Wenger, and he had such a particular philosophy, and he was so stubborn about not changing it for better or worse. And it, you know, it, it, this has never happened in English football before, and it's just sort of like, yeah, no one, no one really knows what's going to happen. But yeah, I, I think he's he's done well uh, with what he's been given, and we just need we just need to get in like a proper. Uh, Head of recruitment, the Sven Mislintat, he's gone now. He's gone to Stuttgart because yeah. I thought he's going Bayern Munich. He's yeah, that's to, what I read. He's gone to Stuttgart now. What the? F- yeah. I, hmm. I Maybe mean, we must have like a mistress in Stuttgart yeah. or something. That's yeah. That's that's weird. Um. Well, I don't know. Maybe Stuttgart have got you know. They've, have they got like a big foreign investor that's come and take over the club? Are no, they, I have they... no idea. I haven't looked up anything about Stuttgart. I. I mean, they might be the next. You know, yeah. Man City or whatever. But um, they're they're in they're in the relegation zone in oh, Bundesliga, so for it could be just a rebuilding thing. For we we don't know. But that's true. Yeah, so I suppose. Yeah, they could have as a club. They could have put all their eggs in but, uh, in that basket of just sort of like this guy knows recruitment. I heard um, Mark Overmars potential might be, but I haven't checked the rooms for a couple of weeks. The last time I checked, it, Mark Overmars was rumored to be one. Rumor oh to be head of recruitment. Yeah. Hmm. So that could be, yeah, brought in because he's. I think he's a. He's, I think he's at Ajax now. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. He's a yeah Dutch fella, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I had a Mark Overmars poster in my room um, when I was a kid. I think just after the the first double winning season. I think um, yeah, he was he was short, right? I think that, yeah, that's yeah. the main thing I remember. Him, he was a tiny just guy, a short, pacey winger. Yeah, know. we had a few of those, right? Because Freddie Lundberg was not yeah. particularly tall either. Um, no, but he just he's ran all day. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't, wouldn't stop running. Yeah, yeah, just a yeah, absolute dynamo, and also just like just throwing the fact that he was like a part time like model as well. Yeah. Like it just yeah. I always remember when he was on um, Match of the Day, and he was talking about how um, he had Lauren at right back, and he said something like, "Well, if anybody kicked the shit out of me, he would kick the shit out of them." <laughs> and this is on Match of the Day. It's so funny. Yeah, that's. Uh, I remember a lot. That was that was like the sort of prime of my uh, like football manager uh, days. Like like playing like the whatever the EA like yeah. the FIFA the FIFA version of football manager before they ended mm. up kind of merging it into one yeah. property. When there was like a separate like football manager game for FIFA, I remember playing that and like getting like whatever it was like two thousand three two thousand four and having that you know that back four with uh, yeah with Lauren in it and. Um, it was would have been the, that era would have been would have been like Torre. Um, that's it, yeah. Torre, Lehman in goal, obviously. Lehman, um, um, Torre. Um, was it Senderos or was that? That was a little later. That was yeah. a little later. He had like he had like ten games where he was amazing, and then um, I don't know. After that, he just became an absolute liability. Yeah, uh, yeah. Weird, weird career trajectory for Philip Senderos. Um, but yeah, it was Torre. Who else was it apart from Torre? Because it was like because it, it was Ash- Ashley Cole. I think Kieran was still playing. I think it was, Ma- it was Martin Kieran and maybe Colo Torre um, in that yeah, era. Yeah, 
and some others, like Igor Stefanovs or whatever. Um, oh, and Sigan, Pascal Sigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, talk about liability. Jesus. We always have a knack for buying liabilities. I don't know. Yeah. Do they just go on YouTube to like that Scout Nation YouTube channel and just like, well, he'll do. <laughs> they found like a two-minute compilation. He can spirit. run really fast. He's got, yeah. that, this, even though this clip's like six years old. Yeah. Yeah, he's got. He's, he's got playing in the good heart. You know, he's got a good heart. He's playing in like a you know Portuguese league. You know, that's a hallmark of quality. <laughs> Is that, yeah, I, yeah. Wenger did seem to value pace above. Oh, in the French league uh, or something. Yeah. Almost anything else. If you're if you're good in the French league, then yeah, you'll be good in the Premier League. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I remember. Like again, Sigan had like one game where he was. It was a Champions League match, wasn't it? I think he, mm-hmm. where he was like absolutely amazing. Uh, just bossed the match, and it was like other than that, it was like. But like, Wenger stuck with him for like three or four seasons, and it was just like, why, man? Like he's just uh, every single time. Like it's, how many other? T- well, having said that, having you, you brought up our uh, our record of um, kind of continually signing liabilities. The one liability that I'm really, really proud. Um, we never signed was uh, Balotelli. Oh, yeah. Mario Balotelli, because that was like a whole, that summer, like the whole saga was like, it, it, like the media and the papers were constantly like, like Balotelli linked with Arsenal, but it was all because Balotelli was generating it. Like he, mm. I think he had some endorsement deal with Puma and yeah. they'd just become Arsenal's kit sponsor. So he took a photo of himself outside the Emirates in an Arsenal shirt um, and it was and like every time he was asked about it, Wenger was like, "No, we're not. We're not pursuing that. We're not." And it because it was like, why? Like under what circumstances would that be a good idea? Like it's just like if any manager could have like you know disciplined him and brought him in line, it you know probably could have been Wenger. But it was just like like we have too many of that type of player to begin with, um, and also add to that, he's just just kind of a jackass and like he just you know. Just a, just a, yeah, just sort of an unpredictable kind of asshole. And it's like, you know, sometimes that can be fun, but he just seemed to not, there was nothing to back it up. Like, there was nothing where it was like, it wasn't like Gaza where it was like, okay, like he's all over, he's, you know, clearly dealing with some mental health problems and he's all over the place. But, you know, he's very clearly one of the best that's ever played the game. It's just like, no, he just seems like kind of a dick. And then it was just like, and then obviously, like, he ended up going to Liverpool, and then it kept, after Brendan Rodgers got sacked, it all came out that like Rodgers yeah. never wanted to sign him, and it was it was all because of, like like the owners of Liverpool were like, no, he's a recognised name, like it'd be great for it's a, it's great for brand recognition or whatever. It's just like that's kind of what you get like when you just sign a player because like I think every club that ever signed Joey Barton probably oh, had yeah. that same thing. There's a, apparently a story that he's been. Is he, he's not been sacked, has he? But some sort of he's uh, been investigated, investigated for, uh, for assault, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw that. It's uh, sh- I mean, just real unlucky. That guy can't seem to catch a break. No. Everywhere he goes, just seems to be uh, yeah. Someone's accusing him of assault or something horrible like that. It just yeah. poor Joey Barton. Poor Joey Barton. You know, he he should have been England captain. You know, no, yeah. uh, according uh, according to Joey Barton. Um, yeah, poor guy. Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so just yeah, rounding out rounding out Arsenal news. Um, 
because everything we were just talking about was completely relevant to Arsenal news. Um, yeah, Europa League match. I mean, we we, talk, we touched on it touched on it briefly. Um, what do you reckon going into the away leg later on this week? That's the thing. Because um, two goals. Just try and get an away go at least. But um, <clears throat> I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, I always, I just when I saw the fixture, I was like, Napoli. Oh no, that's mm. the thing. I don't know. I, I just I, I, I expect because that game against Wren, three one down away. Yeah. I was just like, oh god. But you know, if we can, um, I I dread not to say. I don't mm. know. I just uh, it. That's why I haven't been watching because it's just too much. Too much. Uh, <laughs> I just don't want to be uh, annoyed on a Thursday night. I mean, it was it, it was because I I did watch it on on Thursday because I I generally I, I again I try not to because I've just been conditioned after years of watching Arsenal in Europe to be disappointed. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was glad I did watch the Napoli match because it was it it was kind of a classic Arsenal performance. They should have scored more goals and really mm. killed the tie off. But yeah. the goals they did score. I mean, the the Ramsey goal. Uh, the first goal was just ridiculous. Like, yeah, just, I saw that. I saw the highlights. Yeah, ju- yeah, just um, insane. Because uh, I, I saw Ozil like play the first ball, and I thought he sort of waited too long, and the move, the momentum of the move had kind of died down, and then you think- ended up getting the ball back, and then he made a brilliant pass, and it was it, yeah, it all came together so perfectly, and it was yeah. I think because. Uh, Unfortunately, um, he's Ramsey's going to Juventus, so he's probably going to put a put on a good show for his next employers. You know, I th- yeah, I mean, uh, I but, um, God, I wish he wasn't going. They are going to miss yeah. him. He, like it's just he's arguably you, you could say he's been the player of the season hmm. for him. Yeah, like, he's just, basically, like, just, you know, Aubameyang aside, maybe because yeah. his goals have really you know. Um, Maybe Lacazette or Aubameyang depends on who gets the most. Goals. Yeah, but I think but I think Ramsey's yeah you, you he probably had his yeah. best season for Arsenal like consistently. He represents like, the good Ars- Arsene Wenger era. Yeah, like he's and he stayed fit for like mm. probably the first time in his career. Like, like he stayed fit for the majority of this season, and it's kind of you know too late. He's kind of showing everyone what mm. he can do, and it's just I just feel like just. Like I, Give I was, him Ozil's wages and let Ozil yeah. go out on loan somewhere. <laughs> like just... Let him go play, I don't know, for... Why don't he go play for Juventus? Mm. Yeah. And then they... we, could, we could get someone like, I don't know, uh, Pjanic or someone or... I don't know. Yeah. Some, some sort of creative midfielder or something. I don't know. We, yeah, we get get one matter. He's leaving United. Yeah. Like he's, yeah, someone like that. Like, yeah. I. But, yeah. I, I, I mean... Ramsey has long been a divisive figure among Arsenal fans, but I think we we here at Junior Fun, I think I, 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 you know, I think we were both on the same page that we we both love him and yeah. don't want him to leave. And you know, he scored the winner in two cup finals oh, for yeah. Arsenal. Like, you know, he's, he does. People saying he doesn't show up in the big games no. and that. Like, it's it's not true. Like, he, he's one of the few Arsenal players that does keep showing up in the big games consistently. Um, yeah, uh, I I don't. Again, I trust Emery, but I feel like a lot of this this decision, the bulk of this decision was probably made last season. Once they got Ozil to sign a new contract, mm. um, they were just like, okay, so that's 
yeah, Ozil's wages are whatever. I, you know, I read some article saying it's 350k a week or whatever. Um, but yeah, and they were just yeah. Anyone else that tries to hold out for that much money will just be like, nah, because then they'll be asking for it, and it's just like. Ugh. Just because he was offered a contract, wasn't he? Like he was, yeah, off a contract that was then withdrawn. He probably wants to have some kind of, yeah, you know, more than just an FA Cup to his, um, you know, to his name. Maybe yeah, he wants yeah. to try and get Champions League. Right, but you know, yeah. you know, I'm don't I'm not mad about that necessarily because if he wants to try and play for a you know team with Ronaldo in it, I mean, would you turn that down? Who wouldn't want to play? Who, with I mean, Ro- I'm not saying. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just saying, as a footballer, you know, who wouldn't want to play with Ronaldo? It just seems like a, just an all-around nice guy. Just a, yeah, I know. Just a, I'm just, just, a real, I'm just, just a from cool a, cat. Yeah. Just a <laughs> yeah. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So yeah, that was uh, that was Arsenal news. So um, again, depending on when this comes out, none of that could be relevant or even news anymore. But um, you know, you're listening to this for free. We don't owe you people shit. So. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, be grateful. Yeah, yeah. Just calm down. Um, okay, so that that leads us into uh, our, our next segment, um, which, uh, you know, we're going to talk about it between ourselves now in the future. Hopefully we'll be able to get some guests in to, uh, to sort of expound upon this topic because it'll be interesting to get some other perspectives. But, but um, for now, we're going to talk about what Arsenal means to me. means to me oh dear um <laughs> so yeah hmm. what arsenal means to what me arsenal um, means to me so it's probably best to so i just cracked open another refreshing heineken there um we're not sponsored by heineken yet but but if we were mm, mm. We, they'd be the best not sponsoring us in the world yeah i think that's 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 not their thing though is it that's carlsberg isn't it oh that's, yeah, yeah. You know, it kind of still kind of works. Yeah, right? it's, all, it's, all, it's all from... They're, lawyers are going to be coming down. Over there in Europe, and it? Excuse it's all, me. Yeah, it's all, it's all EU. Yeah. So, yeah, what Arsenal means to us, um, probably best to start from the beginning. Um, so, when we... would What... To, what are your earliest memories of, of Arsenal? I'd say maybe around sort of uh, 98, maybe. Mm. Now, dear listeners, I'm going to come out and say right away that initially, when I got into football when I was a kid, I was initially a Man United uh, supporter. It's good to get out in front of it. It's good that yeah, you're, it's owning, good it. To get you're out owning it. It's good to get out. It's okay. I do have a Man United shirt in my room. Mm. But mm. Yeah, it's a long time ago. It still fit. I might. I don't know. It might be. I, you're you're a pretty thin, dude. But I, yeah. I mean, yeah. When you how but how old were you? I was probably around like you know not yeah eight nine or whenever I can't yeah. remember ten that kind of age. And um, but yeah, it was that treble winning team. I was a fan of David Beckham because of the World Cup. Because he's so pretty. Bringer. Yeah, because he's so pretty. He's so hot. But then yeah, it was. You become you realise that um the rest of the Arsenal uh, Man United team were just, you know 
it, especially Alex Ferguson, you know. They're yeah, not, they're not nice guys. You know, they're, they're a bit. They're, the, they're, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you just got to look at like Paul Scholes, um, yeah. getting leaving Oldham, um, yeah, and just like yeah, he's realised that he can go back to just being a pundit and just. <laughs> slagging everyone else off and yeah. talking about class but it, 92 but it was that that game where Roy King was in the tunnel and just you know starting on Vieira and I was just like you know I just don't really like this team anymore I yeah. want to I, I, like I'd rather support Arsenal because I was at the time sort of in that in between sort of like who do I want to support because I have I have both the Arsenal JVC shirt and the Man United shirt with sharp on it so I was just like who do I want to support but then you know because they played just better football, in my opinion, they mm-hmm. played the way I want football to be played. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I went with Arsenal. Never look back. I think yeah, that's that's perfectly sound. It, because I think it, it like it, and this is something that's probably going to come up over and over again um, as we do this podcast. Um, football fans generally. Uh, are pretty weird when it mm. comes to uh, having opinions about what is and isn't okay. Um, and a lot of the time, I, my experience, like just watching football matches, you know, England matches are a perfect example of this. Watching it, you know, in, in public spaces, you know, in pubs or whatever, it, it, it just hearing people react and the stuff that they'll just say out loud about a game they uh, apparently love um, football fans have the worst opinions about football, basically. So, so it, yeah, the, this idea that like you're not from a certain place, so you can't support that team. Yeah, um, it's just you know, and again, like we're talking about like decisions you make when you're like a little kid, hmm. um, and it's just just because you're a little kid, you just grow up with that decision, and then you just live with it, and then that's that's the team you support from then on. Um, that's fine. Like yeah. literally, the reason I'm an Arsenal fan is because I. In Euro 96, uh, I remember seeing David Seaman playing for England and saving the penalty against Scotland. Um, and I was just, again, like, you know, my little kid brain, I was like, that's so cool. He saved the penalty and he's got, like, cool hair and a moustache. Who's he? Like, I want to know about him. And then as I found out that he played for Arsenal, I was like, okay, that's, I'm, I'm an Arsenal fan now because of David Seaman. And that was it. That was, that's where all that started. And then that was the season that Wenger took over and yeah like that was just uh, yeah I was sort of there right at the like yeah I got into football just right at that moment that he took over and kind of changed everything forever and then yeah that whole sort of generation of players was just yeah like I said I had pretty much all of them up on my walls you know Lee Dixon and Mark Overmars and Manuel Petit and um, Nicholas Anelka Robert Perez later on like it, yeah just all those guys that's that's where it all started for me it was just again just from being a little kid watching England match and just just deciding that that's the one player that I think is the coolest I want to find out what team he plays for and that's the team I support now because I think he's cool it's just you know just just calm down everybody let people support who they want to support like it's it's fine Mm. Mm. yeah very much uh, agree with that yeah Trying to feel uh, dead air. Um, thank you. Yeah, I was taking a, another sip of uh, my my cool, refreshing Heineken. Not this episode, not brought to you by Heineken, but uh, future episodes. Who's to say? Who who can say? Um, yeah, 
so that that's uh, so that those are sort of that's where it all started for around about because we're we're around the same age. You're mm. a, you're a, a year or so I'm, older I'm than I. Two years older. So. Yeah. Um, so you know we that same era of uh, football. We all, you know we grew up watching the the double winning sides and the Invincibles and uh, <laughs> and then everything that came after that. Mm. <laughs> The yeah the the periodic FA Cup wins and uh, yeah yeah um what would you say I mean if if you had to pick like an all timer um in let's say each position uh for the team all so time each position so we'll say we'll say a, a goalkeeper a defender a midfielder well, and a striker I'm gonna go with um Seaman and goal mm-hmm. um <clears throat> oh god I'm gonna be here forever. Tony Adams and uh, yeah. maybe uh, Torre at the back. I don't know if I really want to go with Ashley Cole because because <laughs> uh, I just don't really want. Yeah, to. I de- well, I was just thinking like one one for each yeah. position. Like just like don't you don't have to you don't have to pick a full eleven. We'll just say like you know, like your favorite defensive player, favorite midfielder, favorite striker. I'll go with Ramsey midfielder and um, of all time out of all the. Since you've been following him, yeah, and I just think, yeah, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just, he kind of, you know, he represents Arsenal more than because I don't know. Some, I might sound real basic, but you know, I just think you need somebody who's You're come real, through the system, come basic through, bitch, come through the uh, Arsenal system. And I think, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. He, he's been uh, a, just a brilliant servant to the club. Yeah, um, you know, it never. Never given anything less than a hundred percent when he's been fit. Um, been very unlucky with injuries. Um, yeah, I think that's he that's kind a, of that's represents in many ways how sort of footballer I would have wanted to have been back when I was a kid. There's still time, but I, you know, still time. My my uh, hamstrings kept uh, ah, getting in the way. Damn hamstrings! And uh, they kept getting in the way. You might want to see a doctor uh, about yeah. that because it's supposed to be on the back. So are you are you running yeah, yeah. backwards? Or? Yeah, that was that was yeah that was my problem. <laughs> Yeah, I kept 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 kicking it in the other, in our own goal. You know? oh, bloody hell, Lawrence! That was what the manager used to say. Yeah, and you kept calling me a turnip back in the day. <laughs> you turnip! I... That sounds real. Someone actually yeah. called you a turnip. That yeah, sounded that genuine. Was, yeah, generally that was that was we, real. We had a a sort of a summer football camp thing, hmm. and uh, the guy who used to teach us, he was kind of a he was kind of a dick. Don't know if he's listening, but he was kind of a dick, and uh, yeah, he just went. He just well, because we were doing shooting drills, and uh, I forgot about the keep behind the line, shoot before you hit the line, and I, right. I went past the line, and he just went mental. Oh, sounds like <laughs> what I say behind the line, you turn it. Sounds like he crossed the line. Yeah, by yelling yeah. at you, and he kind of you know, I'm, it's going to turn into a shrink wrap now, but he uh, he uh, kind of. Uh, he, uh, when I was going back into the queue, he tripped me up and I fell over and everyone's laughing. What the fuck? He was kind of a dick. Yeah, that's... Yeah. And uh, uh, I didn't go on the Friday. I was just so upset. I was just like, not yeah. bothering with this. The guy's a dick. Yeah, no, I, 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 that's... Yeah. Like, that, that whole mentality of, like, you got to, like, bully people to get... Yeah. Especially, like, kids. Like, yeah. bullying, like, little kids to, like like get them to understand something. It's, yeah. like, completely unnecessary. And it's just, like... Yeah, what the fuck kind of person yeah. are you? Like, it's, yeah, I uh, <laughs> I also went to as a, as a as a 
sports as a young boy. I went to a, um, a, a yeah, like a, a kind of summer football program. One of the coaches, uh, Steve Cottrell, um, who uh, I think he told us off for over celebrating a goal. Uh, once that's like my only um, abiding memory of of him. Um, but yeah, yeah. So anytime. Anytime I see Steve Cottrell has been appointed, I don't, where is he at the moment? Do you know who's managing at the moment? Can we look no. that up? I'll just have a quick Google search. And that's how we know we're a legitimate podcast because that's uh, it's not a podcast until someone says something they're Current, not sure about and the other person looks it up. He was most recently manager of Birmingham City. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. So that explains yeah. why my football career uh, never really took off. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so we got Tony Adams, Seaman, Ramsey, Oh, obviously, up front, I'd have Thierry Henry. I think, yeah, there's kind of only one. I mean, it's so a, basic, but you know. No, but I think that they've had a lot of a lot of very fine strikers down the years. But it is, it's kind of maybe we should say like the who who would you as his partner? Okay. Like who would you say? Bergkamp. I would yeah. say Bergkamp. That's yeah. That's that's a good. Show. I think I realized I sort of that I should have prefaced this as like the like the Mount uh, Arsenal more like the kind of like you know like the Mount Rushmore where they got like the four. Uh, presidents, you got uh, your George Washington, your uh, Al Franken. Abraham, We're not Americans. We don't Abraham need to know Lincoln this. and Sylvester Stallone, and yeah, that's yeah. that's Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I successfully convinced someone once that Mount Rushmore doesn't exist; that it, it's like a sort of figurative because they've never seen like an actual picture of it. They've only ever seen sort of like yeah artist renditions or parodies of it because there's like a deep purple album cover where like they've done their heads as the Mount Rush so it's like she's like how can that actually exist like you know someone's giant head on like the side of Mount Rushmore I was like well no it's, it's not it's more like a figurative thing uh, representing you know freedom and liberty and uh, and yeah and she 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 bought that and uh, I think she told that to someone else and they were like what are you talking about um, but anyway yeah that's a tangent I think um yeah for my mount arsenal more um i yeah i mean like you said like Thierry Henry's kind of there's no one else really you can have up front because you can sort of put him on top of it yeah cuz it's just such a given or maybe Wenger next to him sort He's, of like with his hand <laughs> around him sort of like that photo of him signing holding up the shirt yeah, it, yeah. um cuz he is it, uh, just the the Jimi Hendrix of football, pretty much. He was just, just phenomenal. Like, we'll probably never see the like again. Um, I don't know whether it's just in the when I I play listeners. I still play uh, PES 2007 or PES 2006. Whatever you want to Pro call it. Evolution Pro Soccer. Evolution 2007. And uh, yeah, I don't know whether it's just a code in the game, but every time you have Henri, he's just so consistent, and it's just that's our boy. It was. I mean, how great was it when he came back on loan? For oh like yeah, that, that was month or that so. was quite. I heard that um, at the end of the match, the Leeds fans were shouting like, "You're so shit! You need Thierry Henry." That's, You're yeah, so shit! You need Thierry. Yeah, Henry. but it's also like, <laughs> "Bitch, we got Thierry Henry!" Yeah, like, you wish, you like, yeah, fuck it, like, yeah. Next, okay. Oh, so you like. Yeah. Okay. So we'll make it a fair. We'll make it a fair match. You get Mark Viduka back yeah. on loan for a month, and we'll get Thierry Henry back. Like, yeah. No. Fuck off. Like. Oh, that's yeah. gonna be great. They're gonna be back up next season. Leeds mm. United. How mm. long has it been? Two thousand one was it? Two thousand two. Yeah. 
uh, not not long enough. Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, yeah. So I think yeah, Thierry Henry obviously is the the choice for striker. I think if I picking someone to partner in up, up front, um, I mean again, just I probably just for affection and nostalgia's sake, Ian Wright. Mm. Um, just you know, because he was Henri before Henri. Um, you know, he broke he broke all the records and scored all the goals and. To this day, I like punditry is kind of like it, it, it's a it's a it's a it's a difficult thing, folks. And but it's also like there's you you have well, a choice of so many pundits now. You, you get so you get a bit, you become more likely to become pundit if you've played for uh, Tottenham or Liverpool or Man United. You know, yeah. Basically, if you played for any of those clubs, you're going to become a pundit. I mean, I- yeah, you say that, but you know we we got we got Keown and we yeah. got like Lee he's Dixon like the, the only got, guy, the only two guys. And oh, and Ian Wright. Wright yeah, we got Ian Wright, and yeah, like there's a, there's a few of those Arsenal guys. I think Dennis Bergkamp pops up every now and then when they do like a, a European one or a World mm. Cup one. Henri as well, like he's again a divisive figure as a pundit, but <laughs> I just I just think he's so cool, man. Like yeah. he just he's got such a great voice. He's so cool. Um, Didn't quite work out at Monaco. Mm. Yeah, they brought in the the uh, the uh, I can't remember his name now, the guy who was there before. They brought him back in. Yeah, um, who was that? Steve Ball, y- Yardim, or something like that. Uh, <laughs> Javier Bardem. Um, yeah, I think that that's a thing that I I don't quite understand why people are always shocked by great players not automatically being great managers. Mm. Um, there seems to be this thing where just because you're an ex player of a club. You're immediately if there's a vacancy for manager of, of that club, you're immediately like linked to the job, regardless of how much experience you've got. Yeah. Um, I mean, I suppose like the the big daddy of <laughs> examples of that is Tim Sherwood. Um, God bless him. No nonsense. Tells it like it is. Proper pundit, player man. He, I can't remember who it was that coined the term, but yeah, he he just gives off that angry PE teacher vibe. He he would have been. The the guy calling you a turnip and tripping you up. Yeah, um, basically, he did kind of look like Tim Sherwood. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, just, you know, throwing his coat around on yeah. the touchline. Um, yeah, <clears throat> just uh, yeah. His his hair was just real. Like back in the nineties, when people just had really real creamed hair. Yeah, like that was what he had. Mm. Like, but um, drip hadn't been invented in the night. Yeah, came through dripping, drip, drip. Um. But yeah, I, 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 what was I talking about? Yeah, players that aren't necessarily great managers. Mm. Like it, it, it. I mean, Maradona. We're like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. But he's just, he's a mad cunt. Like he's just he's a piece he's, of shit. He's just, yeah. I mean, he is. He's a colossal piece of shit. But he's just shit. mental. Like he's still, still doing all the drugs. Yeah. And you know the fact that he like. He had a fake penis filled with other people's urine that he would use to like get past drug tests when he was. Off his tits on coke. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you kind of got to respect the, the, the even that again, even though he's a massive piece of shit. And the fact that he like, there's all those photos of him at the World Cup, like you know, being like taken to like the the emergency room um, <laughs> to get like first aid at the stadium. It was because... the um, was it like this year's was it last uh, World Cup? He was in the crowd and he was just flipping the middle finger. Yeah, yeah, people. just flipping the. He was just and... going mental. And just saying, like, I think when, when Colombia lost to England, yeah. he said it was the greatest travesty in football. And it just, like... Well, is it? I mean, 
They're the uh, where's you? Well, makes sense. I mean, where's you? We get uh, you know cocaine and all that. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. Dude, dude's a huge Colombia fan. He's a big Colombia um, fan for whatever reason. The football might not have anything to do with it. No, no. It could just be that he he's a big uh, just like takes holidays there. And big all, modern yeah. family fan. Loves Sofia Likes Sophia hiking. Vergara. Likes hiking. Um, yeah, yeah. Likes uh, yeah. In the Colombia mountains, mm. I guess there are mountains. Check. Uh, probably got mountains. Yeah, every, every every fucking way has got mountains, don't they? Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Great players don't make great managers all the time. Sometimes they do, but it, it's Zidane not is probably like the modern sort of example of great player to great manager. But yeah, I mean, but how how long is it going to be yeah. before we get to the point where it's like David Beckham is linked to the England job despite oh, having yeah. never managed before, mm. and it's like I think he's isn't he just like now just. He has a club now, doesn't he? Doesn't he? He's, I think he, he shares like yeah, he's shareholder set up a, a club, club in Orlando City or something. Yeah, yeah, in, in the states. Yeah. Um, so I don't know whether he would. He's probably not interested in this managing. I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, the FA they have a history of uh, paying insane amounts of money, and and also guaranteeing insane like the, like the contracts that like you know if they sack you you get like a payout yeah. of whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he like Beckham could probably. Feel like he could do both because I mean, how long is the like the MLS season anyway? I mean, it's like all their yeah. all their sports seasons starts, are so short. Like, doesn't it start in January and it sort of ends sort of in the summer? It's kind of like because like, yeah, because like when, the NFL is like super short as well, isn't it? It's mm. like what is it? It's, is it October to February? I, mean, I, I don't, don't, know, I don't know about, about. NFL. Yeah, no idea. But um, um, anyway, March to October MLS season. So that's okay. So that is that's a pretty decent length, then I guess that's mm. what is that seven seven months? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So okay, that's yeah. And how long? What, we go August to May. Yeah. So that's I'm trying, we almost have like. I'm trying to do maths. Yeah, I'm. I'm... <laughs> I've had two point five beers and I can't do maths. Not that I could do it if I was sober. Um. But yeah, to get back to my Mount Arsenal more. It's about uh, 10 months or so. Ten, okay, there we go. Mystery solved. Use your like, fingers, it went in doubt. Use your like, fingers. Like, oh, I, for, I remember what Like everyone things. listening to this wasn't just screaming, it's 10 months, you idiots! Yeah. They're fucking... The one listener. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, all of our friends weren't just yelling yeah. at their phones. Um, yeah, I, I, so I think in goal, I, I have to, I'd have to go with my heart and say the same as you David Seaman I, as much as I appreciate uh, Jens Lehmann as a as a character you know he he, he was there you know he, he got him through the Invincible season um, and he was properly mental um, he had that list when the, in the World Cup when they Germany played Argentina he had the list of where all the Argentinian players would uh, where would which, which side they would go and he got it right <laughs> wow Wow, that's yeah. Germany went through. And that's amazing. I, I think they, yeah. He, I just remember like him just doing like forward rolls. Hmm. Um, just to the, keep the one sharp. time was it he went for a wee behind one of the advert boards or something? Uh, I don't remember that. I think there was one time he was like going to toilet behind one of the advert boards, and uh... <laughs> that's. I remember uh, Bartez got busted doing that, didn't he? Like he yeah. he pissed on the pitch. <laughs> Um, and it was there like was, yeah, I remember Fabian Barthez. I think there was an American goal, a substitute 
it must have been World Cup '98, maybe 2002. Can't remember, but he was sort of when he was stretching, he sort of took his uh, took his uh, penis out, started having a piss outside out of his shorts. Awesome, good stuff. <laughs> Well, was, was that Tim Howard? Was that Tim Howard? No, Can I, was, we get I don't know who. I don't know who it was. I think it was an American player. I can't remember his name. Well, Tim Howard's American. Well, not the only player. Pretty yeah, sure. This is two thousand two, so I don't know if he was playing. I think he would have been playing by then. He might have been. Have um, been uh, what's his name? The guy who played for Blackburn. Oh, uh, he was Canadian. Uh, I know who you mean. Brad Friedel. Brad Friedel. Yeah, he, yeah, he, was, he was American. He was Canadian. He was, was he? Mm. I, th- I think oh no maybe he wasn't no I think he uh, no he was I think he was American but he just sounded Canadian because he obviously lived in England yeah. for so long he had like a weird accent yeah, yeah. maybe it was Brad Friedel he kind of looked like a penis <laughs> uh, no Fra- Bra- Brad Friedel if you want to come on the podcast uh, I'm sorry um, no but uh, no I, I please come on I, oh, right, know, right. I, yeah no I, I like Brad Friedel okay I mean there's a good you know he looks like a penis in a good way um, it's empowering he looks like a penis so yeah, David Seaman in goal for me. Um, if I had to pick a defender, I, uh, maybe I'd go Tony Adams. As, I, I I don't know actually. I um, I think I picked Tora. I oh, no actually. Oh, you know who I can I, I can no. do some breaking news. Oh okay. Uh, Arsenal one 0 up. Oh, okay. Dini sent off. Abam Abamyang scored. Dini sent off. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Take long. That's yeah, 11 yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah that's, I got it on my in. phone now. Yeah. It's, uh, so, uh, <laughs> don't want to jinx it, but yeah, that's good going. Yeah. That's, uh, so, so was that, was that a penalty or was that? I don't know. I don't know. So it's from open play. It's, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think, so, yeah, we did say I that. Kind, I kind of predict that he would either get booked. Or was it you? We Yeah. We did, I did say he'll get a yellow card for, Tugging on uh, one of the defenders from a set piece. Don't know if that's because we're not watching the match. I don't know if that's actually happened or not. But um, <laughs> so that's uh, that's yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, sorry to interrupt. So that's yeah. I'd, uh, yeah. So you know who I would pick. My defender, Nigel Winterburn. Okay. Um, just uh, seems like a nice guy, and uh, he had like a kind of Thomas the Tank Engine face. He had like a just a small kind of. You, know, you can imagine him. Uh, being at the front of a just really intense smile yeah yeah just big eyes and like a little chin and yeah so but yeah Nigel Winterburn um midfield I Ramsey is a is a a tempting choice um but I would say uh Robert Perez Mm. um because I don't know, like you, you look back at that invincible season and it's he's scored almost as many goals as Henri. Like he, and they they combined so well, like they set each other up. And he was, you know, maybe I feel a certain kinship with him because he always has sort of fairly long hair and he didn't pe- take particularly good care of it and he was yeah. flat footed and you know, maybe I maybe I feel a certain kinship there. Um, being a flat footed, long haired weirdo, uh, who's oh, don't almost yourself, don't. Yeah. almost as talented as Robert Perez. Uh, almost. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I just love the, the, the way he played and he's kind of, he was, I feel, you know, Henri would excel in any team he was in, but I feel like he was able to do a lot of what he did because of Robert Perez and uh, yeah, he was a very important player for that era. And then, yeah, obviously Henri on top. And then if I got to pick like a strike partner for him, I'm just going to pick, uh, Giroud. I, I, <laughs> Big. You're big, going for a real uh, sexy, uh, very aesthetic uh, team here. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of hot guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think yeah, 
Giroud, I, yeah. Guys big, look good without a shirt, you know? Big fit, yeah, yeah. That's, Beards. That's what you already, you always heard about Winterburn. He was, yeah. he was shredded. Like, he was just ripped. Um, you got like, you got like, you got like the, that's the dad and that's the, that's his two sons, you know. The his, his, his large sons. Yeah. yeah his, his <laughs> I, that's a really great image. Like, just the three of them just shirtless, like Winterburn in the middle and then just flanked down the side by Robert Perez and uh, Giroud shirtless. Like it's like that's... one of those awkward family photos where they're yeah. all like in the nude, like a like a Krasenstein yeah. type thing, oh, where God. it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> the Krasensteins. That's a whole other. We could do a whole podcast just oh, about man. them, right? It's, yeah. yeah. Anyone that doesn't know, um, the the Krasenstein brothers. Uh, what are they called? Is it Ed, it's Ed and Brian. Yeah. Ed Ed and Brian Krasenstein. I don't want to get cancelled. I don't want to start anything. <laughs> Um, there are two brothers on Twitter who have um, made a pretty decent living um, about just tweeting at Donald Trump, basically. Yeah. Um, and they made like a children's book um, called How. What is it called? How the. It's something about Ronald Plump, is the. That's yeah. the name of the character. Yeah. Um, the, the, yeah, see if you can guess who that's based on. Um, and it's like. I don't know, like, you know, it's so obvious that Donald Trump is How bad. How the people trumped Ronald Plump. There we go. So they even got the actual name of the guy in there. Um, Might sound like we're plugging it. And it <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if you want to go on Kickstarter, I think it's on Kickstarter, isn't it? You can throw him a couple Possibly. bucks if you want to um, read that. Oh dear, I am, I am plugging it. Oh, oh but the, yeah, but you can <laughs> see like, uh, you can see like their illustration of uh, yeah. Robert Muller. Oh like yeah, a, I'm looking a buff, at it now. Like yeah. shirtless guy. Um Saving it, yeah. That's <laughs> saving that for later. Background picture. Mm. Look at that. Mm. What's this? Oh, he's got. He's got like a Winterburn bod. He's got. <laughs> Where's he work out? The library. Um, his, the, the Library of Congress, probably. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah. So check out the Krasenstein brothers. They have a podcast, I believe, um, and just. See how long you can listen to their voices. Um, just, just see how long you can go hearing them talk. Because, oh man, uh, yeah, There's something else. Something yeah. Else. Oh boy. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I'd pick um, Giroud up front with with Henri yeah. just because, not because again, you know, looking at his stats, he doesn't really rank up there with any of the Arsenal greats. But mm. I just liked him. Um, Big guy, no. Again, but, yeah, great servant to the club. Um, always, you he's know, kind of, kind of mad, but he sort of like when he, in his first season he would try like I remember against Stoke he would try just uh, lobbing the keeper from like fifty yards. Yeah, why not? I remember just like he would do things like that. Yeah, because he had he came off that season with Montpellier where they won the league and he was like on fire. Yeah, and he was, he was, you know. So it was quite exciting at the time to think, oh, God, this guy's coming in. He might be quite good. He might be, like, prolific. Yeah. But never mind, eh? Yeah, he never quite got to prolific. <clears> but, <throat> I mean, uh, the one, I suppose the one stat he does sort of hold everyone else was just a super sub, like coming off the mm. bench and scoring yeah. in matches and making a difference there. If you start him in a game, for whatever reason, he just never seemed to get going. But, yeah, you bring him on for the last half hour, 20 minutes of a match, um, and, yeah, it just changed the whole thing and it was just yeah he just did that for a couple of seasons and it was just yeah he'd always come on and just give it everything and he was a big guy but he could play as well like he had just zero pace like no could not run uh 
at all, but he could like he had a good touch that like, he could actually like he could play like he could he could take people on and yeah. like you know like he, he, his like his first touch if he was if a ball was just whacked up to him he could control it really well and there's a, there's like a couple of goals that he scored which are just absolutely insane he, like he the sort first... of, yeah tries to do sort of almost Ibrahimovic sort of heel flicks yeah but like yeah. so it would come off and like he scored that uh, the the scorpion kick against yeah. uh, Palace and it's yeah. just like just no right to try anything mm. like that and you know it, it came off yeah so that'd be that'd be my Mount Arsenal more mm. um, so it's yeah. a good looking uh, you know handsome man handsome I w- I've, I've been reliably informed by um, <laughs> by a, a potential listener I'll shout out Martin Higgins um, that apparently in the in the French dub of uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse um, Olivier Giroud does the the French uh, Green Goblin voice apparently he he's uh yeah which is like uh i don't know yeah i guess these people in france love him enough that he's you know able to play that into voice well, acting, well but... cut winner i mean i don't know whether they i don't know maybe they consider him uh yeah i mean hero he didn't you know they didn't win it because of him but yeah he's kind of like uh yeah. back in 98 when you had like dugary up front he wasn't appreciated as much as the rest like zidane and mm. Do Gary is French for of Gary? Yeah. Mm. Shout out to uh, Gary. That's again, yeah, again, one of the I don't know three people listening to this. Future guest, probably, I would imagine. Um, he's nearby. Yeah, we'll, we'll get Gary on. Yeah. Okay. So that's the tease for everyone else listening. Gary's coming on the podcast, guys. Oh God. Um, <laughs> putting him in, painting him in the corner. Yeah, we've got, we got him. <laughs> so, yeah. But that's good. That day we get, we we have to commit to getting Gary on the yeah. podcast because we've said it on an episode. So, yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, so yeah. That's uh, that that concludes uh, that segment, and uh, I think it went pretty well. It was kind of meandering, wasn't it? Um, yeah, we're doing fine. And uh, so yeah. Finally, we're just going to round out the, uh, the this episode with um, because. We don't just want to bore people with football, and even if they are into football, just Arsenal fandom, we're just going to talk about something a little bit broader here. We're talking uh, what kind of pop culture we're into. This segment is called Cultural Appropriation. So, um, Cultural Appropriation, we just talk about um, stuff that we're into at the moment, and uh, stuff that's, that's interesting to us, so uh, I'll Start with with you, Lawrence. What uh, what are you into at the moment? What are you going to recommend for for this? I don't know. Oh God, put me on the spot here. Ah. Music wise, music wise, telly wise, mm. film wise, book wise. So I haven't been to see any. I haven't been seeing any films lately. But um, uh, ooh, oh God, you, sh- you should. Do you want me to? I, I yeah, fill by. by t- I um. Do you ever get it where um, you sort of find out about something and it seems like it's been just made in a lab to appeal to you specifically? Like it's just it, it's showgirls. Kind of <laughs> I mean, showgirls is a modern classic, but but yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, the other day I was on Instagram um, scrolling through and uh, I follow um, Wayne Coyne of Flaming Lips, uh, and uh, he had posted about. Um, the fact that Jay Maskus from Dinosaur Jr. Uh, has covered uh, the, the Tom Petty song "Don't Do Me Like That," and I, I'm not sure if it's I don't know if it's part of like a tribute album or something, or if it's just something he's done for fun, or if it's going to be on a new album or whatever. 
Um, but I was like, this is like, uh, this is completely 100% up my street. It couldn't be more on my street. You know, it, it owns all of the buildings on my street. This is, you know, it, it, it owns the entire city block that is my street. Um, and so I, I checked it out and, uh, you know, guess what? I was not disappointed. It was, it's Jay Maskis covering a Tom Petty song and it's brilliant and I love it. So, uh, yeah, check out Jay Maskis, uh, covering Don't Do Me Like That by, by Tom Petty. R.I.P. Tom Petty. Um, I have, I have one thing that's, uh, coming out, uh, I think next week, the new okay. Mortal Kombat 11. I've been okay. looking at the gameplay and it might, I haven't, I haven't, you know, I haven't played it, but I've been looking at stuff on YouTube. It looks kind of fun. They've kind of, um, and if if anybody is uh, plays Mortal Kombat out there, but uh, you know, now who would be pretty a, you- pretty, uh, pretty pretty violent stuff? Uh, dare I say mm. for uh, for uh, for fatalities? If you know if you know, if you're familiar with Mortal Kombat, um, but uh, you know they've sort of uh, eliminated the whole running thing. It's now just it seems to me that they want to try and make things a bit more um, and a bit more fair because in the last Mortal Kombat game. Uh, it was too much emphasis on sort of juggle combos and things like that, and there was not really much of a chance of countering it, in my view. So, so they've, too they, many juggalos. Yeah, too many juggalos in the game, and you you could just be kept in the corner all, in a whole match, and yeah, yeah. So you, you, you didn't really have a whole it. lot of options because people could predict you, what your next move would be. So they've kind of uh, I don't know, but I'd have to play it at. But from what I've seen, it looks uh, kind of interesting. Okay. I don't know. Keep an eye. Who would be in your Mortal Kombat 11? <laughs> I don't know. I've always been a Johnny Cage fan. I don't know why. Okay. I've always been a Johnny Cage fan. I don't know who else. I, think, um, <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I, from the second you said Mortal Kombat 11, I was just waiting to say yeah. that. So it was just, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. That, uh, should, that should be your fantasy football team name for next season, Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> But I like my my fantasy name. It's oh yeah, that's true. Lawrence has a yeah brilliant fantasy football team name. Um, do someone wanna, doesn't steal it. Do you want to? I don't know. Do you explain it? Or? Well, it's from the Far Show. Uh, Ron Manager, if you remember, if you if you're someone who uh, watched the Far Show in the nineties, uh, sketch show with uh, Paul Whitehouse, who was in Harry Enfield, and uh, he sort of went solo, so to speak. And uh, if, if anything, he was a lot better than uh, you know his uh, you know Harry Harry Enfield. Even though I, I like Harry Enfield, it certainly averaged out that way. I think like the, yeah, the, the first like Harry Enfield's Harry Enfield's television program yeah. before he did Harry Enfield and Chums. Harry Enfield's television program uh, is is still like legit hmm. brilliant. Like it's still really really funny. Yeah. Um, and then Harry Enfield and Chums, which is kind of a little bit more hit and miss, and then he did a few more shows after that, which weren't so good. No. But yeah, you look at like that compared to the Far Show, like the whole the whole run of the Far Show, it's all pretty much amazing. Yeah. Like it, it's yeah, it still holds. It. I think partially because it's just sort of like like the name suggests, like the, the sketches are just so quick, like they're over with so quickly, and it's just like it, you know, it, if you don't like that one, there'll be another one along within the next couple of seconds, and it's just yeah. But yeah, the Ron Manager character was. Um, but it come, my my uh, fantasy name just comes from a line, I think it says, "Oh, Alan Shearer has taken uh, Gary Lineker's mantle with a plum, hasn't he, Ron?" Oh, sorry, he's taken it his mantle with a plum. Oh yes, a mantle with a plum, and <laughs> henceforth, 
that's what I, my fantasy football team name is. Yeah. A pretty, pretty interesting uh, story. But yeah. and that's just, you know. Mantle with a plum. Mantle with a plum. It is. It, it's one of those phrases that's weirdly satisfying to just yeah. say apropos of nothing. Um, it, yeah. It's all the Ron manager stuff still holds up. It's, it's all of those. You can probably find compilations of it on YouTube. Yeah, I got. Um, I have DVDs. It's so, you know I've got the yeah. Fasho box set. It is mm. it, it is it's brilliant. Um, it's brilliant. brilliant. Um, another Fasho joke. <laughs> um, yeah, my fantasy football teams. I I change up each season, but I try and make it about uh, like a whatever sort of. Uh, teen pop sensation is is hot at that moment. So this season it's Ariana Grande. Previous seasons have had uh, Carly Rae Jepsen and Demi Lovato. Um, not sure next season. Don't know. We'll I will plug. See. I'll plug a a music uh, YouTube channel that I found it's called Tronic Box, where he sort of made sort of modern pop songs by like people like Ariana Grande, uh, Justin Bieber, Demi Lovato, and uh, I think he did do a do a leaper. Is that name? Do a do a leaper. Yeah, yeah. I and think um, so, yeah. yeah, he sort of remixed them into sort of what they would sound like if they were from the eighties, and it sounds pretty good. So, That's a cool um, idea. Yeah, listen, try out a Tronic Box and yeah. Tronic Tronic Box. Okay, um, so I think that about wraps us up here for this first uh, this first Junior Funners episode. Okay, and uh, I'll just give the uh, Arsenal fan of the week. The uh, new Star Wars film is out. Uh, not not the, the new Star Wars trailer came out over oh, yeah, the weekend. The, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know if many people know this, but uh, Daisy Ridley is uh, is an Arsenal fan. Is she? Yeah. Ah, she just got a lot cooler. Yeah. And uh, so I want to say Arsenal fan of the week goes to uh, Daisy Ridley. Okay. Daisy Ridley, so that, yeah, you got open invitation. Come on, come on. Uh, Whenever you're in Bournemouth. Come, um, come on over, just hang, you know. We yeah. Can, Watch Star Wars if you or watch whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, she's probably sick of watching Star Wars. Oh, we'll yeah, do, yeah. Watch Blade Runner or something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about because um, she's young, right? So she won't like all the shit we're talking about. Yeah, uh, Wenger and the Invincibles and that. She won't. She didn't give a fuck. Um, she's stuck with them, only knowing them as as being bad. Um, so yeah, she's a real fan. Um, so yeah, Daisy Ridley, shout out, uh, bless up, uh, and all that. Uh, and yeah, the rest of you junior funners, um, tune in next time. We need, uh, we need some kind of like outro. We gotta have like, like a cool sign off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um. Bye.